And now we're going. All right, now it's episode. I don't know which one. I think it's eight. eight. Still on two hands if we lost count. <laughs> <laughs> episode eight. Episode eight. eight of. Is it eight? Uh, yeah, it is. It is. Episode uh, eight of Eat, Drink, and Be Scary, the podcast where we uh, eat some yummy food, we drink something. Uh, related, um, and then we talk about paranormal fun stuff. And uh, today we're drinking. Tony, what are we drinking? Uh, tonight we are drinking uh, Curious Beasts. We're drinking the blood red wine blend of that particular wine, and it's a 2014 blend. Mm. And there's a reason why today we're going to be talking about a few kind of mythical, mythical, mythical creatures. Uh, but first, uh, and, and with us today, it's uh, we have Ryan and uh, we have Tom mm-hmm. and uh, mm-hmm. myself, Bill, and uh, our producer, the very beautiful Tanya, who's Hi. timing us because we tend to talk way too much. Imagine. There's a lot of tangents that we go on. I know, and by we, I, I think we mean me. But uh, that aside, that's Okay. Uh, today we're going to talk about something that's been on the news for a little bit. We're a little behind talking about it, but we've wanted to talk about it. But we did take kind of a little time off. We took a little break uh, between episode six and seven, and it's the Yeti. Uh, the Yeti, uh, the the um, that they found. Uh, where they find it at? They found it India. In in Nepal. India. Oh, the Indians India found it the in Indians Nepal. The Indians found it in Nepal. Yeah. So that's where we were. We all took a trip to Nepal. Yes, exactly. We're on location. <laughs> it sure is cold, um, and I don't know. Anybody got any anything on this? It's it's funny that the the, the, the it came out on Twitter. Like the Indian Army came out and they go, "Hey, look, we found a yeti." Well, were they trying to be funny? Because I know that if our government had found that, they would have covered it up immediately. Well, they found pictures. I mean, they, yeah, did you see the pictures of like the footprints in the snow? Yeah, yeah. it's just. That could be done by anything. The 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 measurements are thirty two by fifteen centimeters. It says inches. inches. Thirty two inches. Man's inches. Thirty two inches by fifteen inches. Exactly. Well, here's the thing too. You can cut that out of a piece of wood and put True. it on like one of those bull penis canes <laughs> and just stamp that in the snow over and over again. I mean, do they have any other proof other than? Impressions in the snow? Just that. That's all they have. Well, did they follow them? Because so, that would make the most sense. So oh, the, 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 the footprints were found in uh, Makalu Base, near Makalu Base Camp, and it says that the elusive snowman, according to the New York Post, um, has only been sighted at Makulu Barun National Park in the past, where like they've had actual sightings of this particular... Okay, why didn't anyone just follow the footprints? That's a great question. This is the army. They have to have orders to follow things. Oh, Jesus. Uh, well, I don't know. I mean, I mean it's true. They should have. They probably should have. So, did so, you guys, did so you here's this. So, the... The... Um, the uh, Indian military claimed to have found these... And posted stuff, and um, they posted them on Twitter. And by the time the Nepalese military heard about it and went out there, the markings in the snow had vanished. So it's kind of hard to like the people that 
oh, this happened in their country, tried to investigate, and it was just conveniently gone by the time they went to go check it out. So, I don't know. Seems a little fishy. That's worth noting, though, that this isn't the first time that there's been a Yeti spotting or footprint spottings on Nepal or the Himalayas. I think in the 1951 or 52, there was... Uh, so Yeti footprints. On what the bothers me is that like these footprints are literally one in front of the other. Like there's no left or right in that gate at all. Did you see that in the photos? Uh, yeah, that's true. Like it's almost like oh, a one-legged giant just yeah, hopping along. Like he's just hopping. <laughs> there's no gate. There's no that's separation where, that's between where Jesus footprints. Was <laughs> only one set of footprints in the sand, but yeah. it's like only like one footprint <laughs> over and over. Was all alone in life. <laughs> so I don't know. It'd be cool to find a yeti because then you couldn't be like, "Well, there's no Bigfoot." If you find a yeti, there's got to be his cousin Bigfoot somewhere. I mean, wouldn't that make sense? Are yeah, cousin. Well, whatever. which which uh, and I don't know, but which story came first? I know the yetis. The story of the yeti. Uh, it's like 350 years old. I would a, say the Yeti came first just because that area has been more... Uh, had yeah, people like, there. So the story... Nepal, the Himalayas is where that originates, yeah. right? Yeah, there, there was a... Uh, out, outside of Mount Everest, there was a just a guy, I don't remember his name, and uh, he lived in a cave where he could look at Everest. And the story came to be that the Yetis taught him how to live out there, that there was a group of Yetis, and that's where the whole Yetis came from, that they they helped this guy live in this cave. That's the story of the Yeti. That's Did he take one as a bride? Or? Uh, they gave him rel- they gave him uh, relics. They gave him Yeti relics, which I don't know what that would what be. What is a Yeti relic? Yellow I don't know. Oh. I don't know. I don't know. It was a holy man. Um, anyway, he was aided, uh, and that's where the whole thing came from. I don't know okay, if he so, came from the story or not. So uh, well, I, I, I have a little information on the which came first, if you guys are interested. Oh, here we go. Um, so in... 1921, the phrase abominable snowman, which we all know is kind of referred to as Yeti, um, they think was kind of born out of a messy mistranslation. The Indian English newspaper at the time said explorers were in the British Mount Everest uh, expedition, and they saw large footprints, and their guides attributed it to Mito Kangmi, Hang me translates to snowman and Mato to man bear, and so the writer got the last half of the equation right, but uh, misinterpreted it as filthy. So instead of writing filthy snowman, he decided he liked the sound of abominable better, and so now it became the abominable snowman, and then basically the yeti. I like man bear snowman. Uh, it's almost like man bear pig. Yeah. <laughs> and then we have another um, in 1958. Uh, a man discovered large, unidentifiable footprints um, near Buff, Cle- Buff Bluff Creek, California. So he found big footprints, so he very cleverly called them Bigfoot. Ooh. That's a good name, though. <laughs> I mean, no, it makes sense. It gets to the point. So, um, according to this, um, it was first documented in 1921 in basically kind of India area or the... Uh, Mount Everest area, sorry. Um, so it sounds like Yeti came first. This Yeti's just chilling out at home then. Yeah. Up there in the Himalayas, walking around. 
And I, I don't, it wasn't actually the Indian Army, though, wasn't it? It's was like their mountaineering team. Yeah, it was the mountaineering team that um, so actually... So it's a group of like 25 guys. I mean, I'm looking at these pictures of these guys. They look like they're serious. There's some older guys in there. Some of these guys look like they're 65 and have spent their life in there. I mean, you'd be ruining your career to put out that kind of tweet on a whim. But it could have been one person that made the tweet out of the 65. Or some ex-girlfriend <laughs> who yeah. made the tweet. One of these guys' ex-girlfriend just wanted to sing them all. Well, Sasquatch means hairy man, right? And we have... Was it man, bear, snowman? Right? <laughs> Basically... Uh, uh, what was it? Uh, filthy, filthy, (laughs) filthy animal. Uh, filthy snowman. Instead of it's supposed to say filthy snowman, it was basically like snowman man bear. So are they trying to say a filthy snowman? Mean he was really dirty? Yeah. What what makes him filthy? That's what I don't know. Like, how do you know he's dirty? Well, is he like maybe a potty mouth? Like pig pen. He's he was like a, a trucker. Oh, he's he cur- <laughs> he curses. He did. He's just like he told bad jokes. He just told like really blue jokes. <laughs> that was filthy. <laughs> so, I'm sorry. I don't have very many friends. Everybody, right? But what I don't understand is you got these people who are scientists saying that Bigfoot is impossible, right? And then I'm thinking. That he, you could take Bigfoot and literally put him in the picture of the evolutionary chart, right? He's he's the big hairy guy before we are there, right? So I feel like it could be one of the Ocelopithecus that we've talked about before. It could just be because the only reason why we haven't evolved any farther is because we have no natural predator, right? So maybe this is just literally the missing link that everyone is talking about. But for me to say. You know, there's no such thing as Bigfoot. That's ridiculous. We we don't know anything about our world. They could be hiding anywhere, whether it's Nepal, whether it's in the Pacific Northwest, or even um, in Missouri in 1971. I think it was they found they saw a Bigfoot and they were calling it Momo, the monster from Missouri. I mean, are these are these all like the same <clears throat> offshoots? Then are they all one? Big ape. That's all. You know, the ones a Yeti, ones a Bigfoot, just depending on where they are. Well, I would or, I would say they're like bears, uh, and the fact that so it's just different types of bears. Well, if, no, I'm not saying that they are bears, but I mean like one of them's brown, one of them's black. You got polar bears; those are white, right? I think that if you're evolving into an environment, you're going to want to be able to blend in if that's your primary source of camouflage. So they've all been there long enough to be subject to evolutionary. Well, you'd have to be. Right? That's why the Yeti would be white, because it's in the snow. That's racist. Okay, he would be paler than, <laughs> than your... Less big man. Than your tan Bigfoot that's out here in... in Catching rays well, there's, in the beautiful northwest. There's evidence of like the, the, the snow foxes that change colors depending on the season. During the snow, they are literally white. And then as the summer seasons come, their coat turns orange. So, I mean, that could be the same I, yeah, thing. Yeah, I'm wearing shorts for the first time this year, and I am so freaking white. <laughs> like, it's not even... No. So do you think that's what it could be? That I'm abominable. <laughs> you are. <laughs> you are a very dirty man. <laughs> so do you think that they're just changing their coat color? To fit their environment? I mean, that would be an argument. Do they blow their coat like animals do? Because if they do, why aren't we finding any Bigfoot here? Exactly, and that is something that I feel like that would be pretty prevalent. Yeah, 
Yeah, that and much hair, anything happen. with that much hair sheds a lot. Unless yeah. they're cutting their own hair. That's true. Bigfoot Big barbers? Barber. Would, you want to be, yeah. <laughs> would you want to be a barber for... Oh, I would totally would. Where do you end I mean, cut? like, there, I mean, there, there, the top, there's a, a lot of, of hair. You just get rid of the split ends. Well, there's a lot of hair in a lot of places. Well, you only go from the neck up. <laughs> yeah. That's a, that's a different specialist that from the waist down. Yeah, that's, well, a, that's But, a, I mean, that's exactly. What if he's yeah. going on a fancy date and, like, needs to do a little... Well, Abominable manscaping. You want to see a certified Yeti for that kind of work. Okay, if the girl or the boy or the partner that you're going to on a date with is just as hairy as you are, it doesn't matter. All that hair is getting matted sometime. Like Velcro. Right. That's what I was just thinking. I think it does matter. It gets <laughs> matter. It gets matter. <laughs> That's really horrible to talk about. Anyway. Yeah. So, but, okay. So here's the thing. So we're going to go back to this. And we're, it's kind of one of the segues into what, one of the things we're talking about. 350 years ago, somebody they started telling stories about the Yeti. Now people, when they see something up there, they think it's a Yeti. They're like, oh, it must be a Yeti. Bigfoot. You go to these areas where people claim that there's been a Bigfoot. Anytime they see something or hear something, they claim it's a Bigfoot. And these are stories that got passed hundreds of years ago, slowly through people. People travel. Hey, you see the Bigfoot? Now today, we grew up seeing on television and movies. Six million dollar man fought one, and we're like, "Oh, Bigfoot!" But now we live in a world where the interwebs and people get on the line and they search for things, and we have things like Slenderman. Well, and we have things like what, what was it? The black? What is it? The black eyed children? Black eyed children? Kids? And the black Momo. kids? And the Momo and, and the Rake? I don't know what the Rake is. The the, the the we'll look it up. The Rake is like another offshoot of. On the creepy pasta thing, where they talked about this. What is creepy pasta? This thing that, that word place, came up like it's a place where people can go and like be emo and talk about things that they find scary. What does that have to do with Italian dishes? I don't know. Someone just wanted Yeti to sound spaghetti. dark but approachable. Why not creepy meatball? <laughs> that sounds way less approachable than creepy pasta. I would approach creepy meatball. <laughs> <laughs> We're, speaking of which, that's what we're having right now. Hey. We were having meatballs. Um, also, um, according to SasquatchChronicles.com, the oldest account of Bigfoot was recorded in 986 AD. By, by there, everybody. By Leif Erikson and his men during their first landing in the New World. So it was a bunch of Norsemen that oh. wrote about man-like beasts that were horribly ugly, hairy, swarthy, and with great black eyes. And, I mean, it doesn't call them Bigfoot or anything, but they they're called huge, too. hairy men, So, and uh, they they called them Skelring, and so they believe that, what they believe Skelring, what they were calling them is what we know today as Bigfoot. So, I mean, technically, Bigfoot's been around for a minute. I still think it's just an evolutionary link. You know, but some people are saying, oh, it's an alien, and... The reason why the videos are bad is because they're just blurry, right? That's crap. I don't know, though. I mean, like, Leif Erikson, he's got a lot of history written about that guy. And he's a legitimate Viking. And we all think of Vikings as the hairy people who go around and destroy everything. So if they describe a Yeti as something worse than them, maybe they're onto something. Well, I'm not saying that they don't exist. I'm just saying there's a lot of lore behind the Bigfoot and the Yeti where people are being like... you got some people who think that they literally come from outer space because they say that wherever you see a big um, cluster of Bigfoot sightings, you also see alien UFO sightings. 
Do you though? Is that a thing? I really? That's. But it's the same people. It's the same people that sit there and they think everything is a thing. Right. Well, we already know that you can see aliens and Bigfoot in Las Vegas. Oh yeah, with Jose Canseco. Yeah. yeah. I don't know if anybody's got to see that. No, oh, no. you got to travel in time to get a hold of Jose Canseco, and it's his friend, right? Yeah, it's his friend. Is who was yeah. it? I don't know. Like Call five five Michael or Megan or something like that. Morgan. 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 Yeah. What if yeah, so called? Hey, Morgan, Morgan. Give us a call. <laughs> um, okay, so I did just look up the rake, and I have seen this, and this started off with that Photoshop of uh, like the deer camera. Yeah, there's another camera, and they put that thing in there that looked. It wasn't even a really good Photoshop, but it's really interesting. They made a movie out of it. This yeah. thing was in Slender Man, like they made movies out of that. Well, there, there's people. The Slender Man thing was done so well. What bothers me about the Slender Man is they've made, they they well, it was a good idea, like you were saying, it was made well. They went through and they added different accounts, and I'm using quotations here. Throughout history, they talked about like the Branch Man and Dutch or wherever it was at. They basically made up false stories and all these different lores, so people can be like, oh, well, there's something to this bullshit. Um, but what really got me, though, is you've got these kids who were like 12 and 13 years old at the time that were trying to kill their friends in an offering to Slenderman. So, I mean... That's well, they did. They killed... Yeah, there was that girls, one girl. They did. No, she right. didn't die. She recovered. Oh, yeah, yeah. She, you're right. She did. But, but they, yeah, they tried to kill her and said, hey, it was, it was Slenderman told us to do it. Yeah, but they, they stabbed her like 19 times, and this little girl crawled to the road, finally got help, and survived, which is amazing... But the fact that you've got 12 and 13 year olds trying to offer their friend to some make believe deity just pisses me off. So, I don't know. It really frustrates so me. So, what was the origination of this Slender Man bullshit? It was just a story on Creepypasta. Um, yeah, it originated as a Creepypasta internet meme. And it was, uh, so one guy- it was created by something awful forums um, user Eric Knudsen. Um, who also is known as Victor Surge in 2009. Uh, he he created this... He just wrote a story. Yeah, yeah he, he created this character, so, and the internet brought it to life. This is essentially the book Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark, where somebody extracted one good story, yeah. and then it just circulated. So yeah. there's a... there's a, I don't know if you guys have heard of Marble Hornets, and what that is is it's... <laughs> Marble Hornets is uh, probably one of the best found footage videos out there and the story is that this guy found if I'm hopefully I remember this correctly he found a box of videotapes that his friend had and he said I don't want I don't get these away from me I don't want them anymore and so he started showing pieces of it and some of it was just boring stuff and occasionally in the background you'd see Slenderman and it's creepy I love this thing Marble Hornets if you haven't watched it go watch it but uh, that was another thing that, that that became really kind of a big thing about Slenderman as well because it was done really well yeah the problem is we live in a digital world, therefore all evidence can be faked, and all of it, if you're really good at it, like you were saying, it can all appear as, you know, legitimate. And people see things, and they're like, oh shit, well this must be real. They don't use their brains at all. Well, I mean, well, that's, that's the sickness we all, uh, we're all afflicted with right now. Nobody goes and verifies anything. Nobody go, goes and double-checks anything. There's no facts. So, I mean, right now, I've <clears throat> looking into this Momo thing, which is pretty much the same thing as that Slender Man. It was originated for something completely different. Yeah. That wasn't even originated yeah. to be scary. I think no, it was, it was just an art piece. Yeah, exactly. It was an art piece that <laughs> that, just that bombed, I think, when it was made. And the artist was actually pretty pretty surprised that it surfaced again. Yeah. Uh, aren't people scaring the crap out of each other with this thing? Like, well, yeah. It? Yeah, and that's the thing. I mean, even, even celebrities have gotten on board trying to say how this is so dangerous for your kids. And it turned out to be pretty much a huge hoax. And YouTube even came out and said, look, we're not... 
we're deleting all these comments. It really, we haven't seen any of these things in our videos. We already have stuff that say you can't do this. And people still run with this stuff because we don't verify anything. We just hear it and go with the gut reaction. And, and people were saying that, oh, it's showing up in children's television. You know, make sure you kids don't see this when it wasn't at all ever. And right. so no one could figure out why the hell it kept getting spread but it kept getting spread because people see headlines and then they share them because they don't read things or check sources so yeah, it's just, no, just all bad petty word fake mo- news the momo fake news. the momo that we're talking about is that bird thing with the breast right? yeah it's yeah. like the woman it's bird the, it's the big sketchy. giant creepy eyes with the weird mouth not the momo thing. monster big no monster. no so but here's the thing like I don't understand. I mean, this artist, if he made this, couldn't he be like, I just made this, everything else? He did eventually. Like, once he found out what was happening, he was like, uh, guys, that is not what's going on. Right. So this happened. I mean, he he made this. It was part of an art exhibit. I think it even actually got destroyed before it became a popular evil thing. Yeah, it was it was deteriorating. Like he he made it out of like natural rubber substances, like kind of natural substances and they started to deteriorate. And so by the time this article actually got around, the piece itself was completely falling apart. So the pictures of this are from the exhibit that the show was in. Well, it's supposed to be a type of yokai, right? A ghost from Japan. Yeah, called an I think so. So it's interesting because he came out and he denounced all of it. He said, "Hey, this is gone, and I didn't mean to cause any trouble. And it was neat to see it get any kind of recognition, but I never meant for it to be this. And so you can assure your kid it's it's dead, and there's no curse, even though there never was any curse. Right. The curse of being on YouTube way too much of your time. Yeah. So he made it after a Japanese ghost or a yokai, and then. I think when people realize that's what it was, that's probably when they started turning it into this thing that tries to get people to commit suicide. Well, the coolest thing is, reading into Rolling Stone's coverage of this Momo thing, I realized that it started essentially in the Spanish-speaking countries, which was interesting to me that this stuff doesn't just start here. I mean, I know it's kind of easy to get really localized in your thought, but you think that most of this ridiculous stuff gets started by English-speaking nations and spread across, but it's neat to see that this kind of stuff and fanaticism exists everywhere in the world. I mean, it's not hard to create an idea, spook somebody, and sell it. Well, even like Bill's story that he was talking about, where he was ta- he told someone about a ghost story, and then it turned out, what, was it 10 years later? People no, it was, uh, well, yeah, 15, 17 years later. They were still talking about it, right? Oh, yeah, it was like, yeah. So I made up a, a story about a ghost, that if you drive down this road and turn your lights off, uh, and you look, there's the girl who died in this, this building would chase you in her pajamas. And I turned my lights off, and a bunch of girls screamed in the car, and it was really funny. I went back there years later, and somebody picked me up from the airport, and they're driving back. Shut the lights off, and I said, what are you doing? They said, oh, the, the ghost, the, the, the broken bit ghost, because that's the name of the building was the broken bit. They said, oh, the broken bit ghost, she chases you. And I laughed because I thought he was referring to me saying it. And I go, oh, yeah, I haven't heard that forever. And he leaves his lights off, and... As we continued to drive, I said, God, I can't even remember when I first made that up. And he says, no, what are you talking about? Anyway, short story is, he swore that he knows people that have seen that ghost. He swears that his, he grew up here in that story. And it's a story I made up. It's a thing that he, he thought, he, well, in his mind, he knows people that have seen it. He believed it. Oh, it's a friend he, of a friend. Well, yeah. that's when you go back into the whole concept of tulpas, right? Or thought forms. You put enough thought and enough energy into something, it eventually will manifest. That's a, the Buddhists talk about doing that all the time. So I wonder if 
by people hearing the story and associating the darkness with the fear and the creepy building that they started, you know, their minds started playing tricks on them. And over time, it became, holy crap, this is like evil manifest destiny. You you tell somebody a house is haunted, and every time they hear a sound, they're going to go, oh, that's a ghost. I know, I've seen it. I've done it. I've, you've, you have people that they think something is haunted and then everything turns into a ghost. Great example is when I was in Virginia City, uh, Nevada, filming, and this woman insisted her bar was haunted. And everything was a ghost. We'd be sitting there and we'd hear a sound. She'd say, did you hear that? That's the ghost. Everything was a ghost. She, there was no way she was going to believe it wasn't. And then you watch like that Finding Bigfoot show. And they hear an acorn fall off a tree, and they go, "Do you hear that? This Bigfoot." There it is, though. There's the problem with it: monetary gain. When you put that in there, everybody's just going to be doing it to be popular. So they're just going to feed it as much as they can, just to make it bigger, despite whatever else it is. And that's another thing that really makes me mad because there are people who do have experiences that they're dealing with that really do cause a lot of stress to them, and they're dealing with these things, and they don't know who to talk to because everyone out there has a ghost story that they've either dealt with or made up trying to find some sort of, like you said, some sort of attention so the people who really are dealing with things don't like to talk about it. That's why these ghost app ghosts where people take a picture and there's a ghost behind them and it looks like the most perfect image of a little girl from like the 1920s and everyone's like, oh my god, that's the scariest thing I've ever seen in my life and then like the same jackass takes like the same picture like every Walmart he goes to for the next 10 years and I'm just like... That's the most ridiculous thing in the world. Either she's haunting the ball pits at Walmart, or you're just a fucking idiot. And that makes me mad. And then, like, when you try to call somebody out on it, they're like, they defend them. They're like, you don't know his experience. Maybe the ball pits are haunted. You know? <laughs> I'm like, no. Like, I can get on Photoshop and literally... Put My cousin's up- brother was haunted in a ball pit once, dude. Right. You have no idea. <laughs> so you just... you. You take Photoshop and you put 35 of these same ghosts around him, and now people think that you're really haunted rather than using their brains, and it really drives me nuts. So one of the things I brought up before, and I'm actually going to go to it as we're speaking, but if you go to Reddit and Paranormal. So I if I go here. out Reddit. I feel like. So uh, I go to, I go to days of your life if you go to Reddit Paranormal. Well, but, so if I go here, and let's just go, I'm in here, I'm going to go to Paranormal. And so people like to tell stories on here. So the the top story, my dead grandfather wisp, uh, whistles to me in my sleep. That's a post. Somebody wrote this. Uh, somebody says, I think something is secretly dwelling in my house. Green Lady Cemetery Road. Weird experience at work. Imaginary friends. Shadow people. This one just says, fucking with me. Nurse night shift. Update. I hear a voice. Okay. So let's click on. Hey, see if they have anything on Black Eyed Kids. I actually was just pulling up black-eyed kids. Okay. Uh, I took nurses, actually. I've got a friend who's a nurse who has a lot of interesting experiences. That also sounds like a porn. Night shift nurses. Wow. 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 All right. So if we go through here, I'm just going to find one. Ghosts who steal and seem to like toilet paper. All right. This is a, this is a story. Oh, my God. It's long. Wait, it's really there, long. Do they have a mattress in their living room? Uh, I don't know. If they, they might. Ghosts who steals and seem to like toilet paper. That's a good question to ask. So Pretty they have sure a very, very long story. <laughs> it's a very long story. And Cliff notes. Does it end with them buying more toilet paper? 50% of the people say, you're crazy. And the other 50 are always like, dude, that's a great story. I, I totally know what you're talking about. Like, I'm never going to buy I, toilet paper again. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but the people that on here, they write decision. the craziest <laughs> stuff. Someone's, someone something blew in my face as I was 
um, as I slept. It's called the wind, but that's fine. Right. <laughs> and, this, and then somebody responded, same thing happened to me as a teenager, and it gets annoying when it starts waking you up. Uh, and I asked it to stop. I did this as a guest. It was a lady that lived there who raised her. Oh, this is really boring. And there's some... Uh, Somebody else said, same here years ago while in school in an apartment. Spirit used to blow on my cheek while I was asleep. I don't be know. Like someone's breaking into your house and blowing it's, on you. That's like tactile hallucination, 100%. It's like that feeling that you're being touched. We get that all day long. You don't think about it. But if you're in a house or something's haunted and you get that tactile hallucination going on, you're going like, to say it's a ghost. So anyway, if you want to feel either really good about yourself or bad about society, spend a couple <laughs> like, hours on Reddit, the paranormal section... And then, I'll, and I'll also tell you, there's another really good one on here, and it's a bit Bigfoot section. And uh, so I go to Bigfoot, and uh, let's read some of these headlines on Bigfoot. My dad loves Bigfoot, so I'm working on a series of drawings. Okay, uh, let's see, Bigfoot in Chester, Vermont. Questions about my DNA? Well, actually, my I, mom I loves Bigfoot. And uh, I think I Bigfoot. My question is: with the introduction of environmental DNA or eDNA, Edna, uh, why don't researchers just say the Himalayas? Why don't they just say the Himalayas looking for Yeti or places in the U.S. that, uh, that snow looking for Sasquatch take portions of the snow from around underneath the footprints after... Oh, anyway, I don't know. This is oh, science. So that, that, speaking of snow and footprints, so did you see the Nepalese army or the Nepalese government, how they pretty much discredited what the Indian army felt or found? The Indian army said that these are Yeti footprints based on the size. The Nepalese came out and pretty much said they're... Obviously, bear tracks. We yeah. see these all the time, and they're only this big because of pretty much melting and wind has yeah. il- enlarged them. Which is interesting because you said that they came by and then said that they okay, were that, they, they disappeared. Even, that makes even less sense. They were literally one in front of the other. So you either have a one-legged hopping bear, right? <laughs> mm-hmm. Or this bear is an asshole and only walks on the left side of his body. If I were a yeti. And had any kind of intelligence, I would be fucking with people looking for me all the time. Say it again. I really wasn't listening. What? Well, I, I'm. These are two things that are just completely out there. If I were Yeti, one, and if I had any any intelligence, two. Okay. I would totally lead the people that were searching for me on wild goose chases and screw around and hop on one leg. Well, that's all you'd have time to do. Well, that's all the Yeti than, has like, time to do. What I mean, like, unless he's got a sweet Yeti lover. Yeah, or hide from like. What's that? I forgot his name. Sam Elliott? He's got some barbering <laughs> to do. Sam Elliott. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so I'm re- I'm actually looking at this thing right here. It says, going off the prints of 32 inches, that would make the creature measuring over 16 feet tall, weighing over 1,700 pounds. That's what they're saying about the... How tall? 16 feet. 16 feet and a ton. Well, if he said it's 30 and, uh, 1,700 pounds. Uh, if it, it says foot, height, chest, and weight, and it shows this thing... Basically, and it's off the chart because it goes twenty. If you're twenty-four inch foot, you would be nine feet five inches tall. So anyway, it says uh, it so says on the assumption Shaq. of the chest are uh, that's, that's not science though. <laughs> yeah, and, they, and they're scaling it. They said they're using the scale of the Patterson video. Oh, that makes sense because that's <laughs> real. <laughs> that's that one that they're saying science. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's, what about the black eyed kids on Reddit? Okay, so did that come from there? Um, my my so, favorite Black Eyed Kid story on Reddit started out with like, "Hey, I didn't realize that this was a Black Eyed Kid story, but 20 years ago something happened to me, and now that you guys have mentioned something, and I think back about it, totally. <laughs> <laughs> this is ridiculous stuff that's on there. 
So for anyone who doesn't know, uh, the Black Eyed Kids phenomenon is fairly recent, and they've talked about... Like last oh, 25 sorry. years or so, right? Yeah, and what they were doing is they're saying like these um, supernatural beings are either taking over children or mimicking the way the children look, but the only way that you can tell the difference between a normal kid and these black-eyed children is, as you've guessed it, their eyes are completely black. And they tend to act kind of squirrely, too, I guess. And I guess there is, according to Thought Catalog, they typically like wear dated clothing or dress in a manner that's not normal of children that age and era. Yeah, but see, you can literally go to a thrift store and buy old-ass clothes and then go online and order blackout content, contacts and then go act like an asshole to anybody on the street. But yeah, it's, I mean, but it says that the black eyed kids are normally between six and sixteen. So, so I mean, I I could understand up to a certain point, but like as young as six. Oh, my kid would totally do it. Oh, well, I'm sure, but you would have you would be buying all this stuff and providing for it. So, I mean, it would be basically you buying your kid all this creepy stuff and then just releasing him off into the wild, saying go fuck with some people, That's not which I'm sure creepy. some people would do, but like. That's an association thing, I think. And I mean, like, honestly, if you're going to... That's easily explainable with the whole idea that if all these kids are 6 to 16, they're obviously in government care. If they're wandering around in the <laughs> middle of the night, they don't have parents. And so they're going to be given whatever cast-off clothing is given to them. Well, it's all donation stuff. Now, I'm not saying that I'd normally punch or kick a kid in the face. <laughs> but if I was... Just going on record here. Yeah. Now, let's just say I was out in the middle of nowhere, and this creepy kid walked up to me and tried to... I don't know, ask to borrow my phone or something. I don't know what they would do in the middle of nowhere. Um, I would probably float about six feet up in the air really slow and then just heel kick them in the face. So my my favorite thing reading about these black-eyed kids is the one thing that they do say is you get into this situation where they generally knock or ask you to lend them money, give them a ride, get into your car. Uh, the common theme seems to be that you have to invite them like a vampire so, they can't so enter on their own yeah and then that most of the people right around this time that they're like oh yeah i'll let you in notice their eyes or right before they notice their eyes they get this inevitable deep like crazy i'm in trouble feeling or unsettled oh. or okay. well, horror if one comes to my house i'm gonna let it come inside and then if it tries to do something stupid it's that's you can handle it. Somebody on Reddit said they did let a black-eyed kid come inside. They said they came inside before he even realized it. The guy, the kid wanted to go around and pet the pet the cat, see how things were going. wasn't really unnormal. Had a normal-looking friend. I don't know. Apparently, this guy seemed okay. It was unscathed. Black-eyed children left, and so they just came in and pet the guy's cat, and then they left. Doesn't yeah, make any sense. Really. In the cat. So, yeah, so far I can't find them actually doing anything. It's just like they they yeah. come in and they say, "Hey, can we?" Come in your house or do something weird, and then they're just kind of like creepy, and then they just go away. Maybe it's like invite them in. Maybe it's like the little kid that just went, that petted your hair. Oh my god! What? Yeah, we were uh, this person. Wa- we were walking our dogs, and this person, this kid walks up and says, "Hey, can I pet your dog?" But the dog was kind of freaking out over something, and she said, "Oh, it's not a good time." So the guy just starts petting Tanya's hair. No, it was a little kid. Little kid. Because that, that story changed dramatically. <laughs> what did you say, guy? Kid. Kid. Little kid. So as, as Tanya bent over to, to work with her dog, because her dog was tangled up with another dog. The little kid just started petting her. And I should have checked his eyes. Yeah, you should have. <laughs> should have. You smell different when you're awake. Yeah. Yeah. I so mean, it's like, like creepy. Maybe it's not all black guys. So, maybe the pupils are just used because they're on cocaine. And they're like, this feels amazing. It's, uh, I do have great hair. There's nobody that is really seeing what they are. And what I'm reading right now on it, 
but there is uh, there is a suggestion that they're either extraterrestrials, they're vampires, or they're ghosts. Now, if they are vampires, that makes because that's the whole story. They can't come in, in unless you invite them in, right? But extraterrestrials, they just come in anyway. And ghosts, like they don't even need a door. I mean, Reddit is where you get the professional accounts. And what I got was one guy who had one during the daytime. No, I think it was a lady who had one at the daytime at the beach. She said it was really unsettling because this person had like that really weird unsettling smile, had zoned in on her from 30 or 40 feet away. There were people all around who weren't paying attention to him. He went and came directly toward her, sat away from her, and then just continued to stare with the black eyes and the smile. And she felt like... In most situations where you felt like if somebody were to attack you with an axe or something, you'd have a, a chance to get away, to you know, get out of that situation. But the way she felt having this person stare at her like she would never be okay ever again, even after she died. This totally crazy, unsettling feeling. So was much so a, that she went Was home. it a nude beach? Well, I don't know if it was a nude beach. No, I'm just saying. I don't uh, know. Maybe, maybe. I would never be okay after there's that a lot of staring and, <laughs> There's a lot of staring and smiling at nude beaches. I'd well, imagine. right. That's what I'm saying. people uncomfortable. Well, they have pale skin, so they probably shouldn't be at the beach. They're supposed to be really pale with black Well, eyes. and if they're vampires, I mean, unless they're going to fucking glitter in the sunlight. But that's the thing. If they're fire. there in the daytime and they're well, not they could, If you have, your eyes are all black, that means your, probably means your pupils are wide open. You can't be out there. You can't be out in the sun. True. That's another thing. Well, and that's the thing. If they're dilated pupils, then that's totally cocaine. Well, even if they're that dilated, I mean, they're not going to take up all the white of your eye. Yeah, it doesn't take up the sclera part. Yeah, and that's the thing. So the accounts of the black eyes themselves seem to vary. Some of them are really like matte eyes that make the eyelashes look like spiders coming out of them. Like there's no gloss to them at all. Some of them are really glossy. Some people say that they're not quite black. They're just kind of a matte, dark looking color. But you can order these contacts online. For yeah, like they don't block bucks. out your whole eye, though. Yes, they do. They do. They your do. entire eye? Yeah. Yes. Hmm, that sounds like I was um, uh, going to get some, but they were mm. really expensive. I imagine. I mean, like, and then she was going to see if she can go into people's house and pet their, pet their cats. Yeah, cool. pretend I was can between I six in? and sixteen. My biggest <laughs> problem with the, the black-eyed children thing is it's just preying on this whole fear of like they're super aggressive. You noticed and got out of it, but I don't hear any of these like the black-eyed children. Tried well, to get into this person's house, they let them in, and now they're dead, and their whole family's dead. Well, here's the thing. I think what it's doing is they're taking the fact that children prey on the vulnerabilities of adults and other people because people think that they're harmless or they're cute or they need help, and then they're in these situations where they feel bad for them, and they don't realize this is a creepy little bastard until they're inside the house or trying to get They must car. not have kids themselves. Well, right. Like, let's just all make this assumption ahead of time that all kids are we, vindictive. Right, but what I'm saying, though, is they see it as, oh, this kid is out in the middle of nowhere, he's getting tattered clothes, he needs to go home or need help, and then, you know, they come in and pet your cat and pet your hair and borrow your phone and rack up. <laughs> rack up insane <laughs> long-distance charges. Right. Here's uh, So here's um, a Reddit user uh, named Chapman underscore Lexi217, and it's uh, my black-eyed children experience. And it says, so back in the summer of 2016, I was home alone because my parents were at work and my siblings were at their dad's house. I feel like that was not information that you need. To, you don't have to explain where you're home alone. Well, right. But I don't think it's relevant to the story. People, from what I've noticed, people who try to give too much detail usually mean right off the bat that it's yeah, bullshit. Yeah, that's true. So could have just said, I'm gonna, uh, I was home alone, St- period. I was watching TV when I heard a knock at the door. 
I got up to answer it and saw a little girl with sunglasses on. Okay, so she has sunglasses on. I instantly felt uneasy, like something bad was going to happen. Yeah, probably because Chris Hansen's around the corner, right? right? Or she's this, wearing white after Labor Day? Or yeah, something. she comes walking in. She's like, hey, I've got some cookies. Put on a porn. You know, I don't know. Uh, and then, who are you, I asked. I want to come inside, she said. Why? I need to come inside. Maybe she probably said to pee. Uh, I don't feel comfortable with my parents uh, being out of the house. Can you just ask my neighbor? She pulled out the sunglasses, revealing pitch black eyes. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> Why do they always do this at this point? I need to come inside, she said. This ought to convince you. You need to walk the fuck away. Uh, this is... Uh, then, I started, away? then I started to open the door, but I immediately caught myself and slammed it shut. Which, but by the way, I think that's rather rude. Uh, then I went around my house to make sure that all the doors and windows were locked. I was so freaked out that I didn't even sleep that night. This is my first time I've ever told that story to anyone... Ever. And nothing happened ever again for the rest of her life. <laughs> as Just, far as I can tell, nothing ever does happen. Yeah, right. That's the thing. Like, it's so, like, always what's, the same what's the shit point? story. What's the point of this? It's like, oh, I encountered a creepy kid. That's, the, that's the end of the story. Like, nothing happens. Other than, oh, no, I got really uneasy. Well, Me right. too, people. <laughs> I saw Black Eyed Children one time. We all had a party. Uh, here's another one, and this is my black-eyed children ex-prints. They says ex-prints. They spelled the experience wrong. <laughs> one night I was sitting uh, up about... Oh, my God, the typing on this is terrible. Uh, about 11 or 10 at night. Oh, I hate that. Uh, the reverse. Don't yeah. do that. Yeah. Uh, and I heard a knock at my door, and I thought it was... This is really one long sentence. And I thought it was pretty out of the ordinary. Period. Uh, I thought maybe it was my parents as they went to... Oh, why does everybody don't everybody's parents go to dinner and then I went to the why door to knock? tell them just a minute uh, so I could call them you're reading one of Shakespeare's earliest writings probably you don't uh, have to worry about parents knocking at their own house just because they were fixing I answered the door to find two little kids about 10 years old they wait both, wait 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 this guy was already in his house just in his room I don't know uh, I, I'm skipping over parts of it um, <laughs> about 10 years old they both seem to be girls uh, with long hair and I'm necklaces. I'm not going to label them. Yeah, don't assume <laughs> my black-eyed children gender. Um, uh, but I can only see this through the streetlights. Are your parents here? One of them asked. Who are you? I asked. No reply. Uh, are your parents here? They asked together. Before I could pull back... Before I could reply, they pulled back their hoodies and revealed pitch black eyes with no whites. Always hoodies. Where's that? Sorry, I wanted that. Oh, dun, 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 dun. Thank you. <laughs> Uh, I screamed. I screamed. I would admit that. I'd be like, yeah, no. I screamed, and they started to push past me. I called my mom and dad, and it went on for a few minutes. I decided that it was about time just to give up and let them in. I had been trying to keep them out for five minutes. My mom, Then my mom and dad come. My mom and dad come. The kids just turned around and left. Do you know them? My dad asked. I sat down to explain to them the whole thing. In one giant sentence. <laughs> anyway, so that's I another story. done like the hurricane and just turned into a spinning fit of teeth. This doesn't make any sense. Fist. This guy. So what happened was this guy. He's had- sitting in his own room in his house, and he's like, "Guess what? I think my parents went to dinner. Guess what? I already knew they were gone, so I'm going to call them. Guess what? I didn't actually call them, but now they're back. Here's what happened. <laughs> he had a couple. He had a couple friends over, right? 
And then the parents came home early, and he's like, now I've got to make up a supernatural story to get rid of the fact that I'm not in trouble. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't you know what happened? He had a f- couple of friends over, and, and then... Oh, it's not bubbling. <laughs> <laughs> they all had a little toke, and then they, they all saw a bunch of stuff going around. Yeah, that's usually what happens. So here's what I think we should do. I think we should come up with our own internet made-up story. We should oh, make totally. Uh, in fact, I wanted to do this uh, at a restaurant. I wanted to take a restaurant and see if I could just make up an old ghost story at their restaurant and then yeah. see if people would start saying in their restaurant, yeah, guy, I saw the ghost there. Uh, there was a guy in Wisconsin that I talked to that was kind of behind it. You should do it at the Ranch Club because that place has died so many times. It was just like the haunted Arby's. <laughs> it just keeps coming back. <laughs> it's like you a zombie. franchise this haunting if you would like. <laughs> Oh, what is that? Is that what is that out the window? Is that a ghost? Is that the bike bar? That's uh, the bike. I don't know. Yeah. All right. Well, anyway, I, I think that right, we, that's it. we just announced to everyone we're going to make up a fake story. No, we're going to do it now. We're going to do it later. Yeah. <laughs> the suspense it. is killing everybody. Right. I love Ryan. What he said. What he said. If you ever met a black eyed child, what would it have? He said, "Get away from me," or what? Oh, you get another black eye. Yeah, three black eyes. <laughs> oh, 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 yes. Dang, that is a good one. All right. Uh. <laughs> well, or you could just invite them in and then ask them really awkward questions. I, I so, uh, you guys want to come watch some porn? <laughs> right? Not to children. Well, you guys, yeah. I got some Mike's Hard Lemonade and some condoms. You guys want to come inside? Like, uh, no. no, we're, no, no. I got a van and some candy. Yeah, no, we're not good. the questions that I would have asked at all, but you guys are sick. Well, they're, they're, but they're black eyed children. They're weird. Well, you could like Chris Hansen walks in. He's like, "Oh shit, I'm out." Well, he, maybe he walk in and pull off his hood, and he'll have two pitch black eyes too. You know, he's got arrested for writing a, a bad check, like a twenty thousand dollars bad check. He was arrested for it. What was he paying for? Uh, stickers or something. It was like really, it was like stickers. I'm not kidding. <laughs> stickers. It was like stickers. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, you should Google it. Google Chris no, Hansen. Arrest. No one suspects a butterfly, right? Like he's trying to lure people in with these stickers. <laughs> It's like a book or something. He was like, he's trying to get uh, promotional items, shirts and things like that. I don't know. He was going to go on tour. If Chris Hansen's coming to your neighborhood, I'm not going to believe, like, I'm not even, I'm not even going on the internet that day. Chris Hansen's going to be in town this week. Like, no, guess what? My computer just broke. Yep. <laughs> hey, by the way, uh, before the show, we were throwing some paper airplanes out the window uh, that said, eat, drink, and be scary. If you found one of them, you just won a paper airplane. <laughs> Congratulations. Congratulations. <laughs> yeah. And a black eyed kid's going to come get it back from you. Although, who's that uh, paper airplane with the furthest? Just just curious. Yours, Thank did. you. Uh, yeah. I've got one. one that's dancing on someone's windowsill. Yeah, it still might sure. be there. The house the house below me, the apartment below me. So, yeah, All right. I well, anyway, this was, uh, this was a good episode. I like it. Uh, thanks for the good wine, Tanya. This is our. What's it, what's it called again? Curious Beasts. Which was very fitting for our. So, listen, if you guys know of any other internet. Uh, ghosty stories you should uh, send them to us go to our Facebook page uh, and send them or you can go to our Facebook or our inner our inner inter- website on the line which is eatdrinkandbescary.com yeah and if you have any stories of your own and are interested in telling us about them let us know yeah but other than that uh, Tom any final thoughts not really this all just ties into me like the Mary Bloody Mary thing in the mirrors we've been doing that crap for a couple hundred years so we should do that. just because the internet is here it's not going to change we're all just going to turn off our lights and look in the internet screen well, and say, Bloody Mary Bloody next, Mary next, uh, next show we'll do that 
We'll do. We'll pick three things that you're not supposed to do. Well, I don't know what the other. I know there's. Well, you're not supposed to say Beetlejuice. I'm going to swim after <laughs> I eat thirty minutes. Yeah. <laughs> That's well, true. I like that. Yeah. yeah, I think it's a good idea. Let's test out some lore and see what happens. Yeah, I bet there's a lot of it. If we start looking, if we just test them all, I think we all die the next day. Ah, <laughs> LOL. Like, don't send any chainmail letters for like a week. Oh yeah, we we'll have to. I'll see if I can find one and see if I am cursed. If we are Knox, we're going to let those children it. in. Is that what it is? We're going to make yeah. a pact right now. That would, yeah, of course. Yeah, come on in. Are we? How would you feel if we brought a Ouija board in? Oh, okay. Uh, you, you still have a crystal ball. I want to do your crystal ball. Yeah, we can do that too. But here's the thing about okay, I've got a store bought Ouija board, but Ryan has problems with them. Yeah, because it's stupid. Because it came from Toys R Us. Well, it's it's like the same thing well, as using yeah. Scrabble or the Ouija's R Us or the Giga stuff that we talked about. It's about as scary as Monopoly. <laughs> Some of those hotels are haunted. Honestly, Monopoly in the real world is terrifying. When you have to keep going around Park Place and uh, and Boardwalk, and you have to keep going around that, and paying got, rent like, when you don't have it. Yeah, and they put like they just keep dropping hotels on there. You're like, God damn it! Seriously, like, calm down. Curse is sending me to jail again. Yeah, yeah, that's a good. When you get sent to jail, and you go, Whew. All right, thank God I'll be here for I'll be here for three rolls. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So anyway, uh, that's it. Uh, say good night. Good night. Good night. Good night, everyone.